Finally, that day came when she had to establish her own domain, but over his dominion, she had no reign. So one set out in pursuit of a higher fate and joined with two to form the third triumvirate. Journeys of departure branching into the unknown, but on these mics, this triad has found its home. In one accord, three she's offer you their counsel. Raise your frequencies to the Empress High Council. Great day, queens and kings, and welcome to the Empress High Council. Thank you for tuning in, and don't forget to hit the like, subscribe, and share button. Welcome to episode two, Royal Family. Queens and kings of the Empress High Council, we want to talk about what is leaving. And in talking about leaving, let's talk about the levels of burnout. Whew. Well, arriving to work late, <laughs> answering emails nasty, one word, one word answers. Did you do the draft? Yes. Can I have it? No. I'm working on it. Attitude. <laughs> Answering people in 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 nastily, just being stank. Stank, exactly. Just being stank in the workplace is a level of burnout. <laughs> leaving to go home when you know you're supposed to be there till five, but you're leaving at four fifteen, talking about your train ain't running on time. That is level of burnout. Just being straight disrespectful, knowing that your mother told you better, taught you better to conduct yourself in a work atmosphere, but you want to be stank with your nasty attitude. Yeah, that's a level you of burnout. You were mad, huh? Yes, she I was, was mad. Angry. Angry. You were angry. black woman. Don't talk yeah. to me. Yeah, you were Don't angry. even come next to me. Oh, your food stank. Oh, my god. We have gosh. a cafeteria. Please get it together. Yeah, stank. Stank attitude. Level wow. of burnout. My level of burnout wasn't like that. I just had dark circles under my eyes. I had a bleeding stomach also. I was hospitalized for that. Working in corporate America, we actually had a doctor's office in the building. I was in the trade centers at the time. And I was always going upstairs. Just always going upstairs for medical assistance. I had this headache, it was like crazy. And they would tell me, my pressure was up. I was like, pressure? <laughs> Miss, I don't have any pressure. I never had pressure before. What are you talking about? My pressure is up. Lay down right here in this bed for an hour. I don't need to lay in the bed for an hour. Just let me go on my two, three-hour lunch break. Yeah, that was level of burnout. <laughs> level of burnout, I was taking two-hour, two, three-hour lunch Ooh. breaks. Mm. I was. I was by Tansy Tang all the time. Buying crystals. <laughs> Buying crystals, okay? Yeah. I have to go to the crystal shop to get myself better and get myself together. So I had the, the stomach ulcer. I had dark circles under my eyes. I had pressure. I actually looked like I was bloated, too. I wasn't fat. I was bloated. I looked like somebody injected me with some type of gel or jelly or something like that. My health was just, it was just going downhill. And so that was definitely a indication of burnout. And I couldn't get up and get to work on time, either. I didn't give a crap. As a matter of fact, I went to work every day and prayed that they fired me. <laughs> and they would not fire me. Wow. 
they I was loved like, you too much. They no, they wanted to abuse me. So we're going to talk about going to work and being in that environment is like being in an abusive relationship. But Jackie, what was your level of burnout? Burnout manifested itself in nervousness for me. I had acid reflux. I had panic attacks. I would literally be gasping for air in my sleep because of the anxiety of having to go to work the next day. My team was dissolved and new management came in. I had a new executive director and she was gunning for the only team member I had left because remember all of the fellas that were working for me had already gone. Every day I was spent protecting her and a new boss still found ways to write her up. So I felt like it was only a matter of time before management would come after me because if you're coming after my hire and my teammate, then you're questioning my judgment as an executive director in terms of who I'm hiring and why I'm hiring them. Because my idea of professionalism was different than theirs. I didn't care what time you came in, what time you left, what you wore. I just need to know that you can do whatever I ask you to do within the hours that you're there up to my satisfaction, and that's it. But I guess my ideas were just too futuristic for the government sector. <laughs> or any sector for that matter. Mm-hmm. But I just want to point out too what's crazy about all of these things is that all of our burnout indicators manifest with our birth date number. Are you serious? Yeah, I yes. forgot to mention my insomnia. I can literally stay up for nine days straight because I was too afraid to go to sleep to get because I had to get up to go to work the next morning. So I would stay up and think I can stay in that space and I could sleep for 48 hours and I would be up for nine days all day. And your all mind night. is just racing because yeah. you're thinking about all kinds of things. All kinds of things. Yeah, and it's crazy because Nadia, you're born on the 9th and nine people are very impulsive in word and in action and explosive. So you're just gonna say the first thing Ooh. that comes to your head, which is why you were just stink and nasty. Stink. <laughs> did I did I also mention that I had two hour lunches putting them as doctor's appointments? Well, they don't have any. I was binge eating. <laughs> binge eating. <laughs> Meeting with any and everybody that would sit and eat with me. <laughs> That has, does that have to do with anything? It has nothing to do with your oh, number. God, That's no. just you being That's greedy. That's being greedy. Okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Tisha, you were born on the 31st, which is a four, which explains all of the odd and unknown illnesses, the mental exhaustion with the five, because you're a Virgo. Virgo's the number of five. Having insomnia. Big time. Me, born on the 20th, I'm a two. So that's the anxiety, the digestive issues with the acid reflux and the GERD. And then six, not being able to breathe, respiratory issues. Six is the number for the Taurus as well. So I just want to point out that when you're experiencing these things, listeners, you can always look at your birth date number and you can hit us up to figure out how that will manifest with your level of burnout. So wait, 420. That's a weed day. That's the weed day, universal weed day. So you should be calm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't smoke when the police come knocking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't smoke. Lord, I need to add that to my repertoire. Girl, just keep burning your sage, girl. Yes, and my Burn Palo your sage, Santo. your Palo Santo. You put some herbs on there, the alchemist to tell you about some extra herbs just to make all that go away and bring in some abundance. Just right? get rid of it. Puff, puff, pass. Okay. Pass the corners, pass every corner of the house. That's what you're going to do. Pass every corner of the house. Transmute this energy to love. Just get it out of here. So, guys, listen. Let's talk a little bit about leaving the industry versus leaving the job. Where are you now? 
I left the job. I'm still in the industry, so I'm still doing marketing as a consultant for different clients, so to speak, but I'm still learning by different workshops and webinars, keep abreast of what's going on in the industry. So I left the job. I love marketing. Mm. I left the job and the industry. The beautiful thing about being a professional educator is that I'm a teacher for life. So I can never really truly leave the industry, but I have no desire to go back through the K through 12 sector. Education, unless you are working directly with the students as a teacher or principal, is a farce, point blank period. It's a multi-billion dollar industry that overpays curriculum writers and undereducates our children. Overpays curriculum writers. Where can I sign up to get that? Mm, go to Pearson. Hello. Overpay. I like overpay. I like to be on the receiving end, that is. Exactly. I found the further away I was from the classroom, the more out of touch I was with what was going on in the schools. And we had a running joke in our office that our work was the biggest Ponzi scheme <laughs> being run. Board of Ed, ladies and gentlemen, Board of Ed. But that's just education. That's education. No child left behind, Ponzi scheme. Core curriculum, Ponzi scheme. But that's a whole other episode. What I do now, I'm a jazz singer, I'm your numerologist, and I'm a writer and author of my spiritual memoir, Knocking from the Inside, which has yet to be published, but we will do another episode on the foolery that goes on in the publishing industry for those of you who are interested in writing books and getting them published. And that is some tomfoolery. Mm. Jazz Aphrodite, I cannot wait Mm. for that episode. You guys are going to be in for a treat there. And what you find out and what she reveals to you is going to be shocking. But leaving the industry versus leaving the job, I left the job and I didn't leave the industry. And one of the reasons I didn't leave the industry is because I have a couple of licenses in my industry. And in order to stay current in that industry, if you do not utilize your licenses within two years, they will take your licenses away from you. So I utilized my license as a independent investment advisor in the investment advisory space, doing workshops, in addition to enterprise risk management, I use my project management certification to do some enterprise risk management for higher education for City University of New York, actually. And what else did I do? Drank champagne, I, I, did, I drank champagne. Champagne mommy. I, oh, I did a lot of public service workshops. I did a lot of public service workshops for the elderly as well because I do have that life and health insurance license and certified by the Center for Medicare Services. So I just took all the skills and everything I had and I just moved it to, I stayed kind of in the industry, but I just moved it to another sector because what I was doing was absolutely a farce. And I agree with the use of the word Ponzi scheme. I went to University of Maryland. I was doing this doctoral program and I didn't get kicked out, but I was kind of encouraged to leave, (laughs) right? (laughs) Because I did a paper on education and national progress, and I told them that the current state of education predates the printing press with students sitting in the classroom and the teacher standing up in front of the room. That's right. Mm. Stage on the stage. Yes. So I was encouraged to pretty much go and that I should be ashamed. Educators will have a problem with that. However... The nine to five point blank end of story is the biggest Ponzi scheme out there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Guys, we're not discouraging you from how you make your money and how you do business. But I do want to say one thing. If you out there working on somebody else's goals and dreams, you're not building your own. At all. You're not building your own. Guys, we want you to dig within, deep within. We want you to utilize Jazz Aphrodite to find out 
where you are in life right now, what you should be doing, what your goal is, what your passion, what your purpose is on this universe right now. And how to stay relevant. So who helped you along the way? Because it's one thing to say that we left, but who helped you with your journey of departure? This is the alchemist, guys. I had a life coach who also was a numerologist, and he was amazing and great. I knew everything that was going to happen before it happened because of his influence in my life. I paid him, but that was money that not only was well spent, but I realized for what I got with that life coach, I should have paid more, number one. And number two, I could never repay him for what I received. Since then, I've also went and got a life coaching certification. You know me, I'm going to go get every certification there is, guys. So just know if, if we talk about it, I got it. Okay. I think that's money that is well spent and what you get from having a life coach in your life. You can't even repay for the knowledge that you're getting. Well, for me, I kind of winged it. I did a lot of praying, so God helped me. I fasted a lot. That helped me. Um, it helped with manifesting. I also did meditation. That helped me as well. I drove Uber, which helped, which gave me time for myself. And the time that I spent with myself, I learned a lot about myself. So spending time alone with myself helped. I also realized that in some of the circles that I ran in that I wasn't gaining anything from it. And they tell you, if you're the smartest person in your group of friends, you, you need new, new friends. Exactly. So I shedded a lot of friendships. I shed a lot of weight, a lot of dead weight. People that just want to hang and chill, even dating a guy. All he wanted to do was go out and be at the party. And I had to really, like, release all that. And once I cleared my space and started realizing that I can be who I want to be. And in prayer and meditation and fasting, that helped a lot. So I have a gang of coaches. This is Jazz Aphrodite. I have a life coach, a vocal coach, a numerology coach, and a spiritual advisor because it takes a village. But I met my life coach through a colleague at the DOE and he was working with her with another initiative because she was working at the DOE at large. And he told me, Jackie, hit this young lady up. She's a dope sister. I think you'll learn a lot from her. And so I put in a request to do professional development with her from my budget because I didn't go to any conferences but at that time I was already conferenced out I had spoken at so many conferences and visited so many conferences I really didn't care to do any of that and I submitted my request to my senior executive director thinking that she would approve it and she denied it and so that betrayal put the nail in the coffin like I was done and so I met with the young lady anyway I went into work on a day when I had off and she asked me What's your goal? Like, what do you want to do with your career? And I just started to cry because by that time I was so overwhelmed. I was just hurt by just the treatment of women in education because education is largely run by women and just the backbiting that goes on with the women. And it doesn't matter what color, black, white, it's just women in general are not nice to other women. And I just told her, I just want to leave. Like, right now, I just want to get my stuff and just go. Like, walk away from everything that I built. And she's like, I'm glad you said that. Because if you told me you wanted to be chancellor, I would have told you you were lying. And the universe is so good. 
we decided that we were going to help each other out. She would coach me in exchange for me helping her build her online course. And so we bartered services. And so I didn't need to use the DOE's money and I didn't have to come out of pocket. So if you're thinking that you can't afford a life coach, there are ways that you can get the services that you need by using the skills you already have. Correct. Absolutely, absolutely. I just really like the fact that you express to folks that, listen, if I can help you and you can help me along the way, we both can grow. And that's what this is all about. But you definitely want to surround yourself around people who... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who are able to help you grow, mm-hmm. who you can learn from and who are really able to help you grow. So what tools did you use when you left? Besides having the coaches mm-hmm. and winging it and shedding the dead weight, what tools did we use? I know I used numerology a lot. And Tisha had mentioned this earlier with her life coach, who's also a numerologist. But I wanted to differentiate between the talents that we're born with the meaning, the job that you were born to do versus your life's purpose and what you were born to share with the world. So we mentioned about the day that you were born. I'm the 20th of April. Nadia is the 9th of May. Tisha is the 31st. 31st of August. So the day that you were born talks about the jobs that you were born to do. So as a 20th, I'm a two. I'm good at cooking. I'm good at technology. I'm good at being detail oriented and building teams. And even though I'm great at those things, I don't always like to do them. They just come easy to me. So there's some people like, oh, you're so great at teaching. Teaching is also a vibration of the two. Yes, but I don't want to teach every single day. That's not what makes me happy or makes me wake up in the morning to say I want to do this every single day. If you look at the numbers in your name, however, that shows what you were born to share with the world. And so my name in Pythagorean, no matter which vibration I use, whether it be Jacqueline, Jackie, Jackie Noel, whatever combination equals a seven. And seven is spirituality. And that, particularly dealing with the numerology and anything dealing with the metaphysics, makes me excited. And I can do that every single day with my eyes closed. So when people figure out what their life's purpose is, look at the numbers in your name to determine what it is you should be doing. And is it just your first name you're looking at or you look at your first and last I look at the first and last, but you can look at the name that you use most often because somebody like Jay-Z just uses Jay-Z and his name is exactly who he set out to be. And I'll talk about that in another episode when we talk about the finances, but the name that is most active you look at. So what was the biggest benefits we've gained through this process before we wrap up? Vision. Sight. Focus. The biggest benefit for me is um, I was able to get married. I met a wonderful young man along the way who's a little older than me. What I've gained along the way, I've gained a very, very deep understanding of some metaphysical, spiritual, manifesting and manifestation energy that I am just loving that space right now. I've, I've just learned a lot and I'm just loving that space and I'm just growing. And hence, that's where the name The Alchemist came in. My biggest benefit is peace of mind. It is priceless. Royal family, we love you. Hit the like, subscribe, and share button. We are glad to have you on this episode of the Empress High Council. We're going to sign out. But before we sign out, we're going to leave you with one statement. Don't Don't take take swimming swimming lessons from drowning people. people.